are now listening to the NYYST Welcome back. This is episode 206 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. Yo! And Stack Guy Rye. What up? Chris, you were not here last week. Uh, speculation was you were waiting for the arrival of E.T. I actually laughed uh, when you, you said that. Did you find E.T. last week? I did. And I got to say... More- was it more like E.T. phone home, friendly creature, your buddy you drink beers with? Or was it more like signs, like these motherfuckers are coming to get us type deal? It was more like signs for me. Really? It was more like signs because it was a rough week. So It was rough. It was rough down there. I had a rough week. And you know what? If I'm not 100%, if I can't bring 100% of myself to the show, I can't bring it down because you two are phenomenal together. Hey, at so, least you're honest about it, though, right? Like, that's good. I so I had a rough week. Couldn't do it. Couldn't be there for it. So it was more like signs where uh, where I was about to die. Where you what just needed that? some water. You just I needed, needed water. water. Talk about water. I mean, M. Night Shyamalan is one of the most overrated directors, writers, whatever you want to call him. Oh, in the by far. The world. Might be, he might be the most overrated. I, I really liked Unbreakable and then Split, the, the that ending of Split, but then he completely ruined it with that fucking glass movie and the, trying to complete Because that he's there. been living Terrible. off the hype of uh, The Sixth Sense forever, which, yeah, granted, great twist ending. Signs, awful. The Happening, which... Literally. I just can't, I feel like Nothing. he's a fucking, I feel, I honestly, I feel like he's a fucking uh, Mortal Kombat character with his name. Like, I just think of Mortal Kombat when I hear his name. M. Night Did you, anybody ever, yeah, I mean, night finish him. Did anybody see the happening? Literally nothing happens. I think Zoe Deschanel oh, and Mark Wahlberg it's actually walk supposed, around for an hour. It's that supposed to be an ironic guy. piece. It's nothing yeah, happens in the happening. The guy laying on the ground when the tractor just rolls over him. That part. Was and then it, the credits rolled, and I'm like, "What the fuck did I just watch? Like, Jay what happening? did he have? It's like, Jay what did, happening. What did he have on Mark Wahlberg that he got with Mark Wahlberg to do that piece of shit movie? Before we lose and any more he, listeners, can I just say something? We got to get this out of the way quick. Okay, it's got to be first thing. One of the reasons why I had a rough week is because I hate Apple Podcasts right now. We So we hit 200 ratings. Thank you very much to everyone who listens and, and left us a five-star rating and review. Uh, anyone who left us anything less than that, go F yourself. Um, but thank you also. But please, here's what pisses me off about Apple Podcasts. They changed their algorithm about a year ago. We were always Fucking a five. Algorithms. We were always a five star show, because we it only shows four point five out of five. But when you go on on a desktop computer, we're actually four point seven out of five, and they used to round that up, which they should. Basic math. If we were if if you know, four point seven, we should be at a five. If you guys can please, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please do everything in your power to get us to five stars. Please take a second. You don't have to leave a review. Just click the five-star rating. Get us to five. That would make me feel a million times better instantly because it it bugs me. 4.7, but it shows 4.5. We're a five-star show. 
Boom. Well, last week we were. This week, Kali back down to <laughs> seven. Sorry. Sorry. Who's my buddy, Thomas Vino, who who said, who listens to every episode but uh, thinks everything I say is a joke um, and I'm pointless? Oh, you know, I'm sure he really loved last week's episode. He did, actually. Yeah, he DM'd me saying, wow, there's something about last week. The dynamic was different. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, the, the dynamic was different last week. Uh, <clears throat> the dynamic of the Yankees stays the same as nothing happened in the uh, in the offseason here. Uh, just still kind of waiting. Uh, Brian Cashman was on with uh, Meredith on the Yes Hot Stove uh, earlier this week. And well, I guess we'll start there real quick. Uh, the two big things that he, we kind of took out of that is that he kind of went into detail about how much – they want to keep DJ, how much DJ wants to stay here. Then he would be. Uh, right. Say that again. I said then he would be a Yankee by now. It's plain um, simple. But then when they brought up whether or not Masahiro Tanaka went, uh, would come back, he went on to say that he's not allowed to make comments that might hurt a player's market value. Oh, boy. That's not good. So uh, I'm paraphrasing, of course. He went much more into detail, but basically, if you break it down, what he said is that he cannot, he's not, because remember a couple of years ago with Harper, he said, I have no interest in Bryce Harper. And then he kind of got, you know, a little backlash from the PA. Yeah. And because, you know, he said, you can't, you cannot openly take yourself out. It hurts players, market value, blah, blah, blah. Which is bullshit. So, I mean, <laughs> you could do well, whatever Yankees, you want. I understand that. But if the Yankees aren't involved, doesn't that kind of yeah. take you out of uh, the. Yeah. And I and Christian's frozen again, and this is probably just going to keep happening. Um, so this might be a tough show. It's one, but of, the, it's one of the tough parts of pod, mod, the modern podcast. The modern pod. Um, the new normal. You guys were talking last week about the uh, Zoom calls for the for the winter meetings. And like, right? You guys were saying like, do they yeah, break yeah. off into like the group? Yeah, well, because there's breakout rooms. That's what we do in my class. Do so, you know how you know. easy it is to, to, uh, to, to hack into a Zoom call? Like, we should really start getting on this and try to get into some of these meetings, dude. I should get. I should get in and be Brian Cashman. I won't set up my camera, and I'll just set up the audio. And I could make a deal for DJ LeMayhew. Is are the winter meetings over? We could sign DJ LeMayhew. You really? You honestly? Uh, yeah, my camera's uh, on the fritz. Uh, it's not working. Uh, we're we're gonna have to do this deal full audio. So Christian's unfrozen now, but we'll just fill you in real quick. We're just gonna have to keep. Yeah, we're just gonna have I to know. Keep playing Whatever. For today, um, we were just talking. Go back to your other Wi-Fi because this one's definitely worse. Um. We were just talking about how you guys were saying last week about the breakout rooms for the winter meetings and how easy it is to like, yeah, to get into a Zoom call. Like, we could definitely do it, we can hack ourselves into it and we'll cut out Cashman's uh, access to the meeting. And then Ryan will come in, change his name to Brian Cashman, and make it like his camera's out, and he'll get the deal done with DJ. Yeah, and we'll get it. We'll get the deal done. He'll give him whatever you want. Twenty years, you want twenty five? <laughs> stick with this one. Is is yeah, it's worse, but it's not freezing. So I think maybe we'll just stick with it for right now. Okay, 
right, at least bro. we can do the show. All right, bro. Um, so is this the yeah, audio so you Monster wanted Hero me to? Not, is this the audio you were trying to pull the Cashman Meredith? No, I was trying to find something uh, about what he said about Severino and Herman. Mm. That one. That, that one's can, a scumbag, can, and one can't stay healthy. Yeah, pretty much. Because I can, I would have easily found the audio on uh, that Tanaka thing because it's on the Yes Network uh, Twitter. So, mm. but so I guess we could kind of start the show there before we, you know, talk about Lemayu some more. Is that the Yankees' starting pitching is very up in the air? It's very much a question mark. Uh, it's scary to look at their rotation as it stands right now. Uh, you have Severino, who won't be, might not, most likely will not be ready for the start of the season. You have uh, Jordan Montgomery, who you hate. Uh, you, as in Chris, Chris hates. Jordan I don't, Montgomery. and I, and I have a lot more respect for Jordan Montgomery than I ever have. So, uh, then we have Herman, who is a look. We'll just when we talk about Domingo Herman, we're just going to talk about baseball from now on. We all know what a scumbag he is for what he did. He served his penalty. It doesn't. I don't forgive him for what he did, but we can't keep bringing that up every time we talk about him either. So if we're going to talk about Herman. Let's just talk about Herman as the baseball player. He hasn't pitched since what the end of twenty nineteen. So again, question marks about him. Well, he's pitching. He's, he's pitching in the winter, winter league. leagues. Right? Yeah, is that you equate yeah. that to pitching to the ma- in the major league level? No, but I no, I mean, but I, I still think I still I think it's the something fact that he's down there working. I still think sure. it's something that he's getting live innings and 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 real batters. I think that's very important, and I think that does equate to something. You might not be able to value his effectiveness in the major leagues off of it, but he's at least getting work. I mean, that's that's something. It's, then you have uh, Davy Garcia, who innings limit, right? I mean, I don't think we see a way that there's uh, not going to be an innings limit oh, on Garcia Jesus this God. year. God, I mean, can they You're get right, over this year? Right. Seriously. And then there's Clark. Sh- what? Uh, with the innings limit shit. Didn't Sevy have inning, an innings limit when he came out? Pretty sure that he did. They all do. Okay, they all do, right? How many pitchers have been getting hurt? I mean, maybe, maybe, not, maybe we're babying their arms. I, I've said this yeah, in the probably. past. Probably. Probably like maybe maybe we're giving them too much of a cushion here and coddling them and it's not allowing them to build up the the endurance that they need and it's and it's screwing up their arms anyway. It's counterproductive. Don't disagree with it. But again, this is the type of thing that I've debated with people on the Internet this week about when they bring shit up. It's like, okay, well, you have to look at it two ways. You want to look at it as the irrational fan which is fine. I get that. And I do that sometimes too. But then you also have to look at it as what the organization is telling you. And then, Switch Wi-Fi. you know, try to meet in the middle of somewhere of when you're trying to make an, inf- an informative decision. You were trying to say, can you switch so Wi-Fi back now? Yes. Yeah, switch Wi-Fi back. Mm-hmm. I got to say this. If there's ever a year if there's if there's ever going to be a year where Yankee fans are truly from start to finish entitled to be irrational, the way this year is this the way this offseason is playing out, it's going to be this year. 
And I'll tell you why. You just said you have to listen to what the organization is this and that. I'm done listening to the organization. You haven't won me a World Series since 2009. Nothing you're doing is working right now. And you just said it yourself. I think you're frozen unless you're just not blinking. But I'll talk to Ryan here. But, I mean, we're going into a season that is, it's beyond a must-win season. And we're talking about question marks in the fucking mm-hmm. rotation. And, and So I'm done listening to the organization that hasn't won a World Series since 2009. They can't keep their players healthy. And nothing's working. So, uh, yeah, so but- I'm sorry. I'm going to be irrational this year. Uh, Davey Garcia having an innings limit when, when a, a guy who you've coddled his whole way up can't stay healthy for two seasons in a row needs Tommy John. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm done listening to the organization. The only, the, the only time I'm going to listen to the organization is when they fucking hoist up a, a, a World Series trophy. Yeah, but then you also can't be like, well, the Yankees can go do this, this, and this. Well, they're not going to, though. So what is what are we having a conversation about then? Do you want to sit there and, and just have a back and forth about being irrational fans, or do you actually want to discuss realistic options for this team? Which I you kind of want to do both, but if you're going to look at with team that the Yankees are going to field in 2021, you can't look at it like, uh, you're getting drunk at Billy's before a game against the Mariners. That sounds good. Um, we should, I think we should break it down two ways. I think we should do it where we look at the realistic options, but I also think we should preface that with, with setting a, with drawing a line here as fans. When do we draw this line where if we're going to go into 2021 with question marks all over the place and this team doesn't win a world series, what is our reaction? I mean, have I not been clear about that though? Yeah, you have, but sure. I'm talking about as a fan, not as what you want to see from the organization. I mean, there has to be a point where we say we're fed up with it. I mean, are you? If they don't, if uh, they, are, if they, there, if they, if we had a full season, I'd be there right now. Okay, but here's what here's my point. I'm trying to make. Okay, so let's throw away 2020 because of the shortened season. 2021, we are all in agreement. If it's a full season, they don't win the World Series. They go into the season with question marks. They don't really find an answer for any of them. And they lose, and they don't win the World Series. What's your reaction? Is it just going to be, oh, I'm mad, but, oh, let me grab my tickets for 2022? I mean, are you going to set a, draw a line so wait, where wait if, if this team no, isn't no, going to no, this no, team no, isn't no. going to put more effort and more money into winning a World Series... There's a huge difference in between what you're trying to get at and what you're actually saying. Well, how long are you so, going to allow them to, to pull this bullshit? To support the Do team? You, no, 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 you're just no, not no, no, be a no, fan no, 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 Support is different. I'm talking about spending your hard-earned money to go watch a team who that, has been, who has now, if they don't win this year and they leave question marks all over the place, has been truly complacent outside of getting Garrett Cole, which was a massive pickup. I'm not downplaying that. But where this team sits right now and where they ended in 2020, the fact that they're not going balls to the wall for 2021, if they don't win, you have to, as a as a someone who earns your money, who works hard and and loves this team, has to sit back and say, Well, you know what? Screw them then. For right now. I'll watch I'll watch every what, single game, every okay, second of the, every game in my I home. understand what you're saying, but what's the payroll? Did they pair the payroll down to $140 million? Mm. This is the argument that I get in with people all the time, and I just had it earlier in the week with somebody telling me the Yankees don't spend. It's bullshit. 
They do spend. They you do. You can't tell me. Excuse me. They do. They do. You can't tell me a team that spends $210 million on their payroll doesn't spend. That's a fucking lie. That is a, that's just a, that's just a plain lie. You cannot tell me that. Well, can, now you want to argue. Can you admit that I am, I have at least have a little bit of, of, uh, of justification here of being angry bit, because DJ LeMayu still isn't a New York Yankee. I mean, that, again, that hasn't even happened yet. I understand that. But again, what you want to have a conversation about how far past 210, what they should spend their money on. Those are two completely different things, but to sit there and tell me the Yankees don't spend money is horse shit. I never said they didn't. I'm not, but you're kind of getting to that point. I'm saying oh, because they're very you're concerned. Is, they're very concerned with their wallets right now. So I'm going to start to Brian be concerned Cashman with said, mine. Brian Cashman came out in that same interview and said, regardless of what happens this year, the Yankees are still going to have the top payroll in Major League Baseball. So again, hmm. how are they not spending money? How are they not spending money? Uh, because there's still money to be spent to to field a championship caliber team. But Chris, if we have a $210 million payroll, and again. I, I, I'm playing both sides of the coin here because I feel like I have to. I'm in full agreement. I'm not, I don't want to hear about the luxury tax this year. I want to win a World Series. But at the same time, for what they're spending on this team, uh, okay. Where, oh, where is the okay. major flaw coming that they can't put a championship okay. team on for what they're spending? You just hit it. You just hit it right on the head because I was just going to say that we need to start then we need to start analyzing Brian Cashman a little harder because if they have a higher payroll than the Dodgers, that's that's insane because there's so many fucking question marks on this team. But the Dodgers, they have how many aces on that team? How many? How many ones and twos? Oh, what do you want to say? You want to say Bueller? You want to say Kershaw? Uh, I mean, who's after that? People. It's- they, yeah, they still got Bueller some. And Kershaw. They, they still got I mean, guys. They, that, they kind of mixed and matched. In the, they in don't the fall off like the Yankees do. Where you, where literally after Garrett Cole right now, you have a lot of fucking question marks. Especially when we, when you're talking you October nothing, baseball, you have nothing. You have nothing question mark, right? Okay, question so yeah, that's yeah. the first thing. The second thing is, look at the players they have. Look at the Mookie Betts deal. I mean, look. That at, was their John Carl Stanton move, right? Though. But look at, but look at the players they are fielding. That are staying healthy, that are winning them a World okay. Series. So you, but look at, but look at what they're—they're they're basically the same team, though. They're—they're they're basically the same team. If you look, Betts, Stanton, same thing, washes itself out. But okay, Mookie Betts is a better player than much better John player Stanton. than John. I'm Carl not Stanton. saying he's not, but they did. The, it's the same thing. Trading for an, a former MVP, yeah, massive money deal, same deal. Yeah, you, you have your legit ace. The Yankees had to go out and buy theirs. The 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 Dodgers had two incumbents, the, the guys that they brought up uh, as their aces. Uh, but then, you know, you look at, you know, Bellinger, Seager, uh, you know, whoever else is on, even Turner. That's LeMayu, Judge, Sanchez. You know, it's the same It's the same team. And it took the Dodgers. The Dodgers didn't just wake up and win a World Series with this team. How many times have they been in the fucking yeah, World no, Series before they finally won? How many pennants well, the have big, they won at least? The big difference with the Dodgers, they have some left-handed power hitters yeah, unlike the I, Yankees. I, I, wish, I, I wish the Yankees had some of those Dodgers. Again, so we have to look. If you really want to look at it, why are the Yankees not getting the most out of their $210 million? They, it's a flawed roster construction then. It's not because right. they don't spend money. Mm-hmm. The argument is not that the Yankees don't spend money. It's that the roster is constructed 
uh, there's flaws in the roster construction. So when you so when you fuck up, right? When you mess up, do you sit there and then and then make the people who support you suffer because you messed up and now you don't want to spend more money to get the players you need? I mean, think about how frustrating this is, right? We finally land our ace. You couldn't have wanted a any other move. You couldn't have asked for anything more. And now we're still talking about pitching and it's fucking frustrating. Now, here's the thing. 2021 as fans going into the season, we actually can be very optimistic, but it's just difficult because we don't know enough. But if Davey Garcia shows up the way we have seen he can, if Sevy comes back, you know, in June, July, whatever, if something crazy happens and like Ryan predicted, they go out and get Max Scherzer, this season could be insane. Well, but right now, twice, so but I it, can it's know just, that I'm not frozen. <laughs> I just gave a little. <laughs> it's just that. Well, Chris, it, the frustrating part for me, and this will be, you know, my wrap up on this, is go is just I didn't want to go into this season. We yeah. shouldn't be going into this season with so many question marks again. I'm, I'm glad you said that phrase again because that's the one I wanted to to bring up here. You said going into this season, would you be frustrated? And for me, it's. I'm, I wouldn't be frustrated if, if they go into the season not looking like a World Series contender because there's still a chance, right, that there's that extra playoff team for this season again. I think that they're considering using that extra playoff spot. And it's not about, for me, go into the se- regular season ready to go. It's let's go – if this team doesn't go into the postseason ready to go and and is built for a World Series, then – I think you have at least I'll be. That's when I'll be very, very frustrated. Yeah, you if know, they, I, if they don't put out a, a a World Series roster. But Chris, again, this might be another season where I'll use that great, that amazing slogan I coined: "Glorified spring training." It's just going to be a little bit longer this year. The Yankees will make the playoffs if there's that extra playoff spot. It might there might be a few weeks or months where it looks like, oh man, they might not get it's in. It's not as much of a glorified in. spring training as it. If I don't there, think it I, was. I have to disagree if there with is, you on that. Okay, that's fine. I, I'm, you guys disagree with me all the time. It's great. I love it. And then I get to say I told you so. <laughs> Ryan right. is right about a lot of things I think he's off the walls about. But I think I am in off the 2020, walls you had to just get in. In yeah, 2021. But if we're, Christian, if we're gonna, but Christian, yeah, Christian, okay, though, okay, this is going okay. to be 100 more games with that extra playoff spot. You're telling me the Yankees don't get it done with an extra playoff spot in the American League with the in a playoff that featured a team that – ended under 500 in the playoffs, right? The Houston Astros, I think, finished a game under yes, or they did. were. Okay, so you're telling me in a 162-game season you won't have at least one team finish well under 500 that makes the postseason? I don't think so. The Yankees will make the postseason if there is an extra playoff spot with ease. They haven't gone under 500 my entire lifetime. Okay, but what's the playoff format this year? Are we playing in ballparks or are we doing a bubble? I think it's going to be that same bubble thing. It's no, then it doesn't the if it's a bubble. Format. If it's, it's going to be bubble, the exact same format, Christian. If it's a that bubble, three, then it doesn't matter. Then no, no, right. It it's doesn't a, matter. No, this season will be back to normal by the time. If they're playing in ballparks, the Yankees have to be the number one overall seed. They need the home. Yeah, field. No, okay. It, I agree. It will I be ballparks. I, I'm I, very confident. That's where that. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. It. That's why I disagreed with because you. Because look at the look at the Lakers. The Lakers already announced they will not play with fans this entire season. That's crazy because, and here's why. I understand LA is like through the roof with their fucking lockdowns and stuff right now, but there's a vaccine that's starting to to you know be available for people. You got to assume 
by October of 2021 that enough people have had this vaccine where we can start to allow people to make the decision of if they want to go to the ballpark or not. I mean, that's that I'm just making a rational assumption. I think here, look, I don't, I I don't live in fear of the virus. I respect it, but I don't live in fear of it. Same. If they told me even without a vaccine that I can go to Yankee stadium on April 1st, I'm going, I listen it. I don't want to get political on this shit, but here's my take on the on the vaccine. I'm not an I'm not anti-vaccine at all. But for me, for you, for younger people, for healthier people, your survival rate is not oh, is over 99% if you get the virus. So why would I take a vaccine that's only 95% proof? I'd rather just get it. And, and fight it off and allow the other people who are at higher risk and whatever to get the vaccine. So regardless of if I'm if a vaccine's available to me, if the stadium's open, I'm going. Now, other people might not want to make that decision, and I don't blame them. But for us, there's no reason why we wouldn't be there. So by October, that's why I'm saying I think enough people will have access to this vaccine where these stadiums should be open full force and... If you want to go, you go. And that's where I disagreed with Ryan. I, if they're going to do a playoff bubble again, it, it, it is glorified spring training because the Yankees will get in by default. Yeah. If they're going to play in their ballparks and travel in the postseason, the Yankees, it's not glorified spring training. They need to go balls to the wall and lock down that division in the number one overall seed. I'm very torn about the extra playoff team because I actually enjoyed it. But I think it was just that isolated instance because of the shortened season. I they didn't do what the NFL is doing right now. The NFL added an extra playoff team, but the number one overall seed still gets a buy in the first round. Yeah, that I mean that needs to happen. And and if there's you know they're playing at stadiums, then it makes that extra team a little better. But and again, I did enjoy the extra team in the postseason. Where I can't get wrap my head around things, and I don't think I ever will is that it truly, even whether it's 60 games or 162 games, it dilutes the regular season so much. In a season where you're putting so much into six months of straight of regular season baseball, 162 games, you can't dilute that by adding this extra team just because it was entertaining in October. I mean, it, yeah, that's great for the fans who tune in, you know, se- the end of September and start watching. But we're fans who watch all year round. And, and to dilute the regular season like that just takes so much away. So I'm not a fan of the extra team, even though it was entertaining to watch all those games. That's why you you still have to promise a buy in that wild card series yeah. to the number one seed. Yeah, it, it gives, gives you something more something to play for. Yeah, I agree. The that's season. that's the way to even it out if you want to keep that extra team. All right, so back on the pitching here uh, because I read it. I don't know where it was from. I saw somebody posted on Twitter that Brian Cashman. Uh, went on to say that Luis Severino and uh, Domingo Herman were at worst number two pitchers. So I just wanted to bring that up here because then, you know, naturally people flipped out about that. And mm. I kind of interjected myself in there and I said, isn't that what Luis Severino is at worst a number two? And is it a stretch to call Herman at worst a number two? 
Maybe it, I, I would be in agreement that it is, but based on how he pitched in 2019, is it that far off that it's a laughable statement? No, no, because mm-hmm. to say at worst, to say at worst for Herman, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I it know. is, but it, but it's not that far off based on the last time we saw him. I think you could say makes more sense. He could be a number two or a number one down the line, but I, I still think to say at worst, so that means at best he's he's an ace. I think the way he should have phrased it was what we've seen out of Herman when he's fully healthy and in a full season, his true potential, he's at worst a number two. But that doesn't mean that now missing time and remember, Herman was nothing special until he really started to get into the swing of things. He might come back and be nothing special again. We don't know. But if you want to focus on one thing, it's Severino. And you can make the argument that he's truly at worst, and it would be disappointing, a number two, because he should be a 1B. Okay? Severino has the potential, if healthy and able to put things together, put everything together, we have seen him be considered, in a time where he's in a good stretch, the best, most dominant pitcher in baseball. It's true. Do you, know, do you know how rock hard it would make every Yankee fan? I'm already hard just talking about it, so tell me. If Luis Severino comes back and pitches at the top of his fucking game Dude, behind oh, Garrett Cole. Dude, and, and you know what? That's what I was just saying about how we really could be optimistic, but we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Because if that happens, forget it. This team's not going to be touched. They're but not going to be touched. If you, but again, I, this is why I bring this up. Because if you follow, if you follow the crumbs through the forest of what Brian Cashman is is saying, it, it's saying to you that if you guys want DJ LeMayu and we want him too, we're not really going to do much with our starting pitching. Tanaka's not coming back. You know, we have two other number twos at worst. On this staff, we love Davey. Jordan Montgomery has got big balls. So that's your rotation right there. Do you think, let me ask you a quick question. Because the more this plays out, the more it doesn't make sense to me that the Yankees didn't offer DJ an extension while they still had him. Do you think they were waiting to see if they won the World Series in 2020? Do you think that if they won the World Series in 2020, they would possibly not focus as much on DJ LeMahieu. I don't know, man. I, because is that, is that the Yankees way to just win and give up? Okay. Because here's, here's why I ask if they offered him an extension while they had him, they would have got it for a lot less than right. pay him now. And that's my point. So were the Yankees kind of hoping, obviously always hoping, but they would win the world series and not have to worry about it. Really? Realistically. What I think they were waiting for is to see if LeMahieu would back up 2019. And he because did. He never, and he did. He did, but he was never that player before. Was that a one-year outbreak, or was that who DJ LeMayu is now? I understand. You I want disagree a with you. Collar. I disagree with you. I don't because you he's won. He's uh, he's won. He's won uh, Silver Slugger awards before. He's Chris, won the batting title before. A guy that good doesn't sign a two-year, twenty-four million dollar contract. So he was slotted at a certain level. He didn't even have a fucking position when he came here. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. And that wasn't, but that wasn't his fault. That was just by design of what we had. I mean, the guy's a gold glove second baseman. 
I think Cashman saw him sitting there. It's not the like value. they got him and they were like, where do we put this guy? We don't know. We don't know where he's best. No, he's a fucking gold glove second base. I don't think the Yankees were really looking at DJ Lemayu. Seri- honestly, they could say whatever they want to say, but I don't really think they were seriously looking at DJ Lemayu in that offseason. I think at the no, time he, he wasn't even in the starting lineup, right on opening day. No, he wasn't. It was he too wasn't. low. So I think they saw where they were in the offseason, saw how much that they could have gotten him for at the type of player that he was, and said, "Hey, it makes too much sense not to do it." And then he had an MVP caliber season in 2019, but that's not who DJ LeMayu was. And I don't, and yeah, if they would have got the damn extension done in the offseason uh, or in spring training, they probably could have got him for pennies on the dollar for what they're going to end up having to pay him or what he's going to get from another team. But they also probably wanted to see is DJ LeMayu going to be more of the Colorado player or. Is he going to be a guy that we have to pay $20, $25 million a year to? Yeah, and uh, we have our answer now. I mean... Because what if they gave him the extension and he hit 270? Right, but but again, how much less of a risk is that? Because you're getting it for much less. So so to me, it just doesn't make make sense. When a guy has a year like he had in 2019 for this team and and he fits the mold in more ways than one... Where's what's the logic behind not extending him there when you know? Because like, what's the what's the worst that happens? He replicates that year. Now you have him for much yes. cheaper. Yeah. I, I mean, really. I mean, well, that's not the worst that happens that he replicates an MVP well, year. I'm being sarcastic. Well, for, I'm saying for terms that, of spending, what's the risk? Terms of spending, it's not good. What's the risk? Oh my yeah, god. We, we signed this guy and he's still a, he only batted two seventy, but he's still a Gold Glove caliber player and he's shown yes, us how I great he can be point, I mean, but i'm also trying to now we're in a much wor- yeah right and it doesn't make sense the- and it doesn't make sense you're absolutely right you are making sense but their logic doesn't make sense because now we're in a much worse spot having to pay him all this money mm-hmm. when we could have just fucking had him so we're in the middle of two different conversations right here. So let's finish up with the pitching right, right. now before we okay. get, get into LeMayu. Uh, there was a report coming out of Pittsburgh by one of their beat writers that the Yankees had been uh, in contact with the uh, Pirates about two of their players, Josh Bell, a switch hitting first baseman, and Jamison Tyon, I believe is how you say his Tyone, name. Tyon, yeah. Tyone. Yeah, uh, the former uh, starting pitcher, the former number two overall pick in the Major League Baseball draft. Um, I'm very intrigued by this and at the same time i want no part of it can you say it one more time jameson tyone what were the talks sorry i'm I'm just writing our show notes and i uh got a little distracted it was a tweet that the yankee the guy said he didn't know how serious the talks were the yankees but apparently the yankees made a call on those two players and did he have any uh no he had no return back okay he said that he didn't know what 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 did uh potential deal will look like or how serious the talks were, but the Yankees were made. And you know a lot about these guys? I know that Josh Bell had a down 2020, but, you know, again, how much are you going to take out of that? Isn't there a coach, Josh Bell? You think of Drake Bell, the kid with the guitar? From no, the, who's no, the... Who's, Heath Bell, Heath Bell. I no, think. who's the... No, who's the dude the they almost... Who's yeah, the dude they the almost hired as a, as a manager? I think the Yankees were going to interview him. Yeah. He was uh, Bell, I think. Yeah, it was J Bell. J Bell. J Bell. Boom. Yeah, he was their minor. J Josh John. Yeah, I mean, I've been following Jamison Tyone for a few years now, actually, hoping that the Yankees would 
look into him. He's he's a really good pitcher, but he's coming off of Tommy John surgery, so you don't know what you're going to get. I want to main event that this segment with that. I want to okay. get to Bell first because that was, that was a little teaser. Then now, just you jumping the gun again. Maybe you should. Well, we're talking about the trade. I thought maybe you should just and get some that's blue a part chew of the so trade. your performance improves. All right, I'll be right back, blue guys. I'm gonna go grab my chews. All right, so Josh Bell is a switch hitting first baseman, which I like. He's a starting pitcher. The Yankees have no left-handed power. And what is a more traditional, you know, you get punch out, you lefty punch out of your first baseman. I mean, it just fits, right? Um, but now, we're, so 20, now we're assuming just Luke Voigt, we can just throw him, kick him to the curb. Well, he's had an up and down season. He's had an up and down career. Uh, Who? Josh Bell. Okay. His first full year was 2017. Uh, 26 home runs, 90 RBI. 2018, 12 home runs, 62 RBI. 2019 is big year, 37, 116, which makes you drool. Mm. You know, in Yankee Stadium, a, a guy that swing will take most of his. Dude, dude could hit 40 plus home runs, and uh, Christian's frozen again. Um, he froze again. Yeah, I'm on Baseball Reference looking. Who's at the um, numbers? Tell me a little bit more about this other guy you said you were following. He's a pitcher? Jamison Tyone, yeah. He's Tyone, yeah, pitching. I know him. Pitcher for the Pirates. He, I, I like him because he throws gas. But, he but just, that's something that you don't know with Tommy John. What's gonna what's he going to come back as? So when did he, he have Tommy John this past season? Yeah, I think, I think he missed all of last season. And he's a starter, um, reliever? Yeah, starter, starting pitcher. He's a starting pitcher. Um, pulling up his numbers now. Christian, so you're back. Did. You're just choppy. In my back? You're back yeah, and you're choppy. Good. Can you hear me? Or is, I, yeah, I can. Is hear my you. audio good? Your audio's yeah, good. Yeah, your audio's fine. All right, we'll we'll work with this for right now. All right. Um, before we get to Tyon, let's finish up to about Bell here. You you brought it up. What are we gonna do with Luke Voigt? If you're thinking about bringing in Josh Bell, which I'm not, I'm not totally against. But you can't put the two players. Switch your Wi-Fi. We can't really hear you. I guess we lost me again. <laughs> Sorry to everyone listening. Fucking remote recording bullshit. Yeah, but it's just that's what we have yeah, to do. Just gotta man. Get we, we're it. trying to provide content. All right, so Luke Voigt. Way to do it. Okay, so you can't. Uh, you're not gonna. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna platoon the two players. No, because. Uh, you know, uh, if you're going to use Bell for his uh, his lefty bat, uh, when's when's Voigt going to play? You know, you're going to face mostly right-handed pitching. So when is Luke Voigt going to play? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm angry about this conversation. When does Luke Voigt get get the respect he deserves of being our first baseman? Never. I mean, he's Christian. A- he, he's our first base. Not only was he a leader on and off the field, he fucking led major leagues in home runs, and we're talking about getting another guy in to hit more home runs. I, well, not, but did I did I not change that? my opinion on Luke Voigt? Yeah, but why yeah, are we, we talking did. about options to replace him? I'm not talking about it. They're, I'm just you re- you're happy report. about it. You want it. I can tell. <laughs> you're smiling. You never do you smile. Think, do you think that that move is sort of a placeholder in case they don't sign? See, this is what my, I would think. If they don't sign LeMahieu, then the next day they make that deal or something similar. But neither one of those guys play second base. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. Then they trade Luke Voigt 
to the Indians for Francisco Lindor. That wouldn't that, get the deal That's done. never going to happen. You not, what else not part straight of... up. It would be it would be more than just Luke Voigt for Lindor, Christian. Okay, but I'm Brian. saying you could package around Voigt. They would make that. They would make a deal he, with Luke, Luke Voigt. Voigt. Can't headline a deal for Lindor. I'm I'm not even necessarily saying that he's headlining, but I'm I'm answering the question of you can't platoon Bell, you can't platoon a lefty first baseman with Luke Voigt. It's got to be one or the other. If they get and Bell I, here I, as a lefty, so you're against not pl- all these righties. If you get Luke, if you get Bell here as a lefty first baseman with that kind of power, you're not platooning him with anyone. Right? Do you have his numbers up? Do you have his splits up? How he does against uh, left-handed pitching? I I'll I'll pull up the split. Because I mean that that's important too. We know how the Yankees, how much the Yankees love their analytics, and if they did get Bell here, maybe if he's a bad bad against left-handed pitchers, maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe they're thinking a platoon. You know, Christian's frozen, so which is yeah, just just the frozen bad. episode. Yeah, we could just call it frozen. Um. All right, I'm pulling up his splits here versus this is career numbers here versus right-handed pitching. He he hits 271, 65 home runs, 239 career home runs. Wow, Chris. Versus lefty pitching, so he has 65 versus righties. What'd you say? 20. You you hold on, go back to right-handed pitching because you said 65 home runs and then you said 237 home runs. I think you no. Oh, sorry, two 65 home runs, 239 runs batted in. And that's as against a, as right-handed against pitching. right-handed pitching. Okay, against left-handed pitching, twenty-one home runs, seventy runs batted in. It's in a much less. Uh, he's he has one thousand six hundred plate appearances against righties, five fifty against lefties. But if so, you're he's pretty about even a, though. That I mean, that no, that's pretty good because that's half. That's half the amount of plate appearances. So you got to pretty yeah. much double. You got to pretty much double that. How many? How many against right-handed pitching? Yeah, I mean his his on base it's sixty five home runs versus twenty one home runs. No, how many appearances for right handed oh, pitching? One thousand six hundred forty one plate appearances. Oh versus wow, five hundred fifty. No, he's no, phenomenal he against lefties. Then that's yeah. Now you got to triple all his lefty numbers to really prorate it. Right. So he's really dead even. He's he's dead even. If not, he's more productive against left handed pitching. It, it, yeah, his on his on base it falls a little bit, but I don't know. You know, if he, know. you know, how many home runs against uh, left-handed pitching again? Yeah, because you'd have to triple it, right? So yeah, you're right. It would it would end up against left-handed pitching. It was six uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one in how many at bats? Uh, Five fifty. Yeah, so you're right. If you tripled it, it would end. It would balance out and be very very similar. He's numbers. um he, he would be at sixty-one home runs against lefties. So, yeah. so really, you prorate his numbers. He's just as good against lefties. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't platoon him. Bell? Bell. You Bell. wouldn't platoon Bell. You get Bell, You he's in every game. Right. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a low-cost uh, acquisition, too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a low-cost, it's a low-cost solution for something we don't need. Like, if there's one, if there's one area that I'm not even thinking about, it's first base, but is it left? Is lefty power something you'd want? Yes. I, I know you guys. You guys really. I'm, yeah, and I'm this still is, stuck in that. I like left-handers. Yeah, no, but, you and, have and, to. 
I, I really think that that's what is the true missing piece to this team is that when you think of the history of the New York Yankees, it always features a left-handed power bat or okay, some sort and of you know, lefty Hall of Famer. So you know who really screws up this whole Bell deal? It's not Luke Voigt. It's Giancarlo Stanton. Mm. Because mm. not yes. having that DH open is killer. I know, man. It's killer, but... It's not killer if Giancarlo Stanton is going to perform the way he did in 2020 in the postseason. So, again, we're just going back in circles. We don't right. need a is, first baseman. Right. Is Giancarlo Stanton even going to play 100 games this year? Yeah. I, I mean, who knows? Care. But you said it yourself. As long as he shows up in October, he could play for an inning in the regular I, season. I don't, know. I don't care if I never see Giancarlo Stanton until they uh, – Dude, you gotta. Oh man, your Cliffhanger. your Wi Fi just sucks right now. It Talk sucks about a so cliffy, bad, dude. Man, whatever. What but happened yeah, today? It was, I guess usually been good. It's kind of. It, I guess like if the Pirates are calling the Yankees, that's one thing. I don't right. see Brian Cashman going out of his way to call up and 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 really focusing on a first baseman right now. You know, because it's just you know not what something... makes me think differently of that is that it's it's because this kid Jameson Tyone is going to be a part of it. He he has a lot of potential. He's got a career three point six seven earned run average, um, eight point two WAR. So we'll throw in some analytics there. I mean, the guy the guy can pitch when healthy. He he stays on the field. How many uh, how many seasons yeah. has he pitched? Three full seasons. Uh, well, two really full seasons. Um, give me his ERA in the, in the two full uh, seasons. I'll give you his, his best seasons number in 2018. He went 14 and 10. This is for the Pittsburgh Pirates, too. Mm. You got to always keep in mind 14 and 10 with a 3.2 earned run average wow. in 191 innings. He I allowed mean, 20 home runs. Um, you know, give me his second throws, full season. He throws 96. Give me his second right, full so season. That, that was yeah. That was his best full season. This was the year prior. He went eight and seven in twenty five starts. He posted a four point four four earned run average. Still in good. Just one hundred and thirty three innings pitched. And right. And what are you? You're not asking him to be an at worst number two. You would get him to slot into that three or four spot of we your just, rotation. We just talked about two guys. Me. We yes. just talked about two guys that are at worst number twos. We don't need a number two. No. Then, right. then you can't think of you can't forget about Davy Garcia, who's no. at, who has shown to this point is at worst a three or four, right? For right, right now in his career, he yeah. he could have the potential of being uh, a friggin' two or one. Yes, Davy Garcia. We're, we're talking about now that Christian's back and hopefully stays with us here. We're talking about what's his name, Tyone, Jameson Tyone, Tyone. Uh, like you own a tie, tie own. We were looking at his numbers. Christian's just gonna have to leave the show, I think. Yeah, we might have to just do it the bros today. The bro show. <clears throat> but bro you show. know, uh, can't forget about Davy Garcia. You no, can't. you also can't. You you do. You, I wouldn't be opposed to giving one of Clark Schmidt or Michael King a, a shot at this rotation too. I mean. I I don't know that you don't want to necessarily go into a World Series season. With, with that but but again like i don't want those guys starting in the postseason but i i don't know if i would mind them you know starting the first month maybe competing for that last spot if they don't 
add some of these starters. But if yeah. you get Tyone, if you get Tyone, you'd have Cole, Sevi, Herman, Montgomery, and Tyone, and and Garcia in there too. So you'd have you you'd have six guys that you could figure something Again. out, and then they wouldn't they Again. wouldn't have to get Tanaka back. Again, that's why we can be optimistic. It's just should we be? And that's what's frustrating. Right. The The frustrating part is, should we be optimistic? And the fact that we even have to ask that question. It should be a no-brainer. It should be 100%. We should be through the roof with optimism going into 2021. Now, if they won in 2020, even though it would have felt a little diluted and a little off because of the shortened season and the different you know, postseason structure... You know, if they won in 2020, maybe we were, we're talking different here. Of course, you always want to win a World Series, and they're in this window still of being able to win one. But now it's just amplified going into 2021. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, they think about how they lost, too, because they lost to Houston. Or, I mean, they lost to Tampa Bay, who then beat Houston. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, the two teams that you can't seem to get past were the teams featured in the postseason. And so it's like you're digging your own hole. It's and really you're, you're difficult setting yourself further and further it's back. It's difficult to to wrap your brain around the fact that you finally land Garrett Cole. You feel like you're a championship caliber team, and the Tampa Bay Rays win a pennant before you with do. A, with a roster making less than Garrett Cole. With the I think didn't they have one of the lowest? They had a $28 million payroll. So or again, like I mean, we can go back to maybe criticizing Brian Cashman a little more than we yes. have. I, um, I agree. And that's, that's why I think this year is such a big year for Brian Cashman to really be evaluated. So I don't know what's going on with, uh, with Christian here, but we got to keep the show moving. Yeah, uh, a $28 million payroll for Tampa Bay this year. Jesus. Uh, one of the things we wanted to get to real quick was Gio Urshela. And uh, his surgery. Just reading something here from MLB.com. Gio Rochelle underwent surgery on Friday to remove a bone chip from his right elbow with the infielder expected to recover within three months. Uh, the Yankees announced, blah, blah, blah. Huh. It, it went as expected. But, you know, so he had that elbow. Uh, he had that bone chip or yeah. whatever. Here's a quote from him. He said, I was feeling good when the season ended. However, after being in Colombia a couple of weeks, I started feeling the bone chip like I had something there. Mm. So, so Christian's back for the time being. We had to keep moving the show along here. Uh, we're Did you bring this up? This is the only thing that I really want to say about Jamison Tyon. Why are we even looking at this guy? Because he's not bad. I mean, he's good. Because he's coming off Tommy John surgery. Yeah. What have we talked about? Yeah, no, no. Numerous You're right. Times, You're right. Numerous times that the Yankees, if they're going to go and get starting pitching, cannot go out and trade for guys with injury histories. This guy did not pitch last year, coming off Tommy John surgery. So now you want to put him in a rotation where your supposed number two is also coming off of Tommy John surgery. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You might as well sign Paxton. This is why I get it, the allure of what this guy can be, and you can probably get him for, for nothing. You could probably get both these guys for Miguel Andujar and literally... 
<laughs> this is wild. Just stay away. Get better Wi-Fi. Yeah, but, like, at, but at that point, I'll argue against that and say, but then it's not like you're trading for John Carlos Stanton when you're locked up on years and money for for eight plus years, yeah. you'd be getting two guys under team friendly deals. I don't know what Bell's making actually, but Tyone's still under his arbitrary years. Yeah, the risk the risk isn't there. But again, we're trying to we're our the goal is to is to answer the questions and uh, the question marks in the rotation. Getting Ty, as 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 little right. risk as it might be. That we're not talking about risk anymore. We're talking about building a championship caliber team. No, now. I agree. I, are you taking I agree. A risk to to fill out your five spot, or are you taking this risk because you have nobody to stand behind Garrett Cole? Yeah, but listen. is it necessarily a risk? Yes. Yeah, Ryan, because Ryan. No, 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 no. John Carlos Stanton was a risk financially. This True risk financially, this but this is a true but, risk because you you've tried. How many times have we tried this? Do we have any faith that the Yankees are going to get this one right now? Right, we're not talking financial risk. We're talking. We're trying to build a, a championship caliber team. We're if we're going to put our our money on this guy, you know, hypothetically speaking, to come in here and expect him to even be a four or five, and he we don't even know if he can pitch right now. Not everyone comes back from Tommy John. No, Why, are course, Why are we wasting time? Why are we wasting time in anything? Second, if, I, if I read it correctly, this is the second. I think. I think you're right. So we got to. But why is it? Why is it a matter of wasting time? They could multitask. They could do different things at once. Because if you're getting like, tie on or whatever, what else are they to, doing? Okay, what else are they going to do? I mean, so so fair, but but now you guys are now you guys are are psychics. Now you're predicting things and you're you're creating a future. I'm just going based off of off a past history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And what uh-huh. we said, Cashman can't do, and, and this would be doing it. But, but guys, but guys, there's not. It's not like they're not going to go out and sign these names that are out there in free agency as far as starting pitching goes. So right. why not go out and get a trade for a guy that can slot into this rotation? I understand the question marks, and sure, there is risk. There's not someone else out there that they can trade does for. Does the that reward might outweigh be, the risk? Listen, I maybe, would maybe, Chris, trade. maybe. I would rather go out there and trade for a guy that you know is a number four, never will be anything better, but, but can eat innings, thirty okay. starts a year. Yes, then okay. then make a trade for this guy that I have. That's fair. That be- could be a legit ace because could be. because Ryan, but we, he's not healthy. We just said right. History. They have enough number twos right now. They have a number three possibly in Garcia. If I'm slotting in now my four and fives, and I'm not going to go out and sign a big free agent, but I'm going to just make well, smaller that's a moves. Story though. Then I then I'm gonna then I'm gonna need a guy who I know can eat innings. Yes, then that, then sign then I'd rather sign Tanaka at that point. But I'm not thinking in that line. I'm not I'm not saying, oh well, you go out and trade Tyone and Bell. That's it. We're done. Let's lock. Do you want to know why? Boys. Because you're speaking as a rational Yankee fan, knowing what the organization is going to do, and mm-hmm. and this is what back to my point of when are we going to draw the line of being okay with that? Because Tyone, everything you're saying is is correct, and right? Bell there is uh, the move if they make it. That's the move. Yeah, exactly. And and what Ryan is saying is for the Yankees, the way they have been operating, the way they operate when they can't go over the luxury tax, this move makes sense for them. So why wouldn't they do it? You're absolutely right. The point but is I don't think it's that just not a move it, that they should do. It, it, I don't think that would be the only move that they would make. It, it might uh, 
get rid of DJ LeMahieu, but I still they would still have that extra money to. to well, then I'm um, really not okay with it. To beat the luxury uh, tax, then I'm really not the okay with it. Have to make if they sign LeMahieu because they know they're poor now. I'm saying either or. It's a move that they can make since it's a trade and doesn't necessarily have any hit on the cap or tax that they I can get, go out and make yeah. other moves. This is a poor man's move. Let's yeah. be honest. Yes, about it. it is. All right, so I don't want to keep going back and forth. You kept cutting out, but I did bring up. I know you wanted to get to Gio Urshela real quick. I brought up, uh, I read the article on MLB.com. He underwent his surgery on Friday. Everything seems to have gone well, but it says three months to recover. Which, here we go again. Why is this guy not getting surgery as soon as the season's over? What is wrong with his fucking medical staff? And I know I read that he didn't need it because he didn't experience any symptoms. He missed fucking time during the season for the same exact thing. Yep. You knew back in July or whenever August. I, I don't even. My timeline's all fucked up because of uh, who did this just happen with Christian? It ju- uh, didn't judge Luis Severino. Oh yeah, Severino. Yeah, and Judge too. I and, was thinking well, Judge too. Yeah. Well, Judge kind of lied about. Soon. Yeah, uh, right. Lied about with the broken ribs shit, but they knew after the ALCS in 2019 that Seve was hurt and they waited and they, but uh, again, people want to bring up James Paxton. Backs are a little bit different, man. You never want to get your back cut. And I understand why his back and his knee His back and his knee. Yeah. But the, but the thing that set him back, yeah, yeah. no pun intended in, in last year was his back, but come on guys. Like, why are we going down this road again? It's a fucking simple cleanup. He didn't have any uh, symptoms. He did. That landed him on the injured list in the first place. Yeah, you got to stay on top of this shit more. It's not a major elbow reconstruction. It's a fucking cleanup. Yeah, you got to stay on top of this shit more. When he's having issues during the season, if he's going to play through it, then the second the season's over, you have to stay on top of that every single day. And the second it starts to act up or anything, immediately, you should be going in there checking if there's... If there's anything going on and getting it done immediately, whether you're feeling symptoms or not, he was not the same. I mean, outside of that big grand slam he hit in Cleveland, he no, he fell apart after that. He wasn't the same hitter in the he, postseason. He disappeared against the Rays. He disappeared. A lot of guys did, but he, but really, Geo disappearing really hurt them because having him at the bottom of the lineup the way he did, the way he performed in, against Cleveland, is what made this lineup so dynamic. Here's how this conversation goes. Uh, Gio, how you feeling? Oh, I'm good. I don't need surgery. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you Go. do. So we're not waiting. Go to the sniff doctor. Sniff this get fucking, fucking chloroform rag and get whatever. under the knife. We're not waiting because now look now now you're gonna set him back. Is he gonna be ready for opening day? Uh, that, well, now that's shit? my question because three months. Okay, so that's from put, last week. From last week, that's putting us into March. You know how the Yankees, the, the Yankees will. Uh, Say he'll be back, ready to go for opening day, which means uh, three months which after the season 1st, starts. You know, so yeah. I, I mean, it, now we're talking Ryan's about going to get his wish one way or another. Tyler Wade's going to Tyler Wade's going to be the starting in the lineup yeah. on opening day, one Great. way or another. Yeah, Great. Um, I just I I try to defend this team on certain things. But then, but they keep doing the same dumb shit. Yeah, over and over yeah, again. it's getting it just, really. It difficult. just seems like a. It seems like too like a a total lack of communication between the players and the personnel of like truly identifying the severity of an injury because this is another instance where the communication failed. It's like I know you can't force these guys to get surgeries, right? But 
But I mean, come on, you had you had something something you, you could, were dealing with. On, Take care. Ryan, of it. Can't, can't, I know, I know, you but can't I'm force saying, them, but I, if you I know were that's on why top I'm saying this. It. I know, I know. I'm saying in terms of like legally, you know. But in, if you were on top of this and communicated in the right way and and let this guy, you know, and and truly understood what the severity There's just no of excuse. it. I There's mean, no, what I don't are you think doing? either one of you will ever get this reference, but I I'm sure at least half of our listeners will i'm am so fully fucking convinced that the yankees team doctor is dr nick riviera i'm so fu- convinced of it is that the symptoms guy something. yeah, yeah the, you brought this up i'm so convinced of it this is how these things go uh geo how you feeling i'm good okay <laughs> da, da, da. then that's the end of it yeah. Meanwhile, he could be walking in there like uh, where uh, his fucking arm, literally like one tendon, ha- keeping the arm together. And he's like, I'm good. And the doctor's and like, look, okay. And look, during the season, I'm all for it. If you think you can play through it, you fucking play through it. I respect that. But the second the offseason hits, stay on top of that shit. Yes. Get this shit. Like Christian I mean, said. Didn't Luke Voigt get surgery like a day after the this season ended? Yeah, yeah, this isn't fucking, uh, they're not cracking into his fucking skull and removing a tumor out of his brain. They're fucking taking chips out of his elbow. I could probably do it. I could probably have him over and fucking cut his elbow open and have Jack fucking pull out some chips in his elbow. This is nothing. the chips. This is nothing. Little salsa. Yeah, chips and salsa. I'll eat a little. This is nothing, and the fact that we're even fucking discussing it is like we're in the twilight zone. It is. You're right. It's fucking Yankees, crazy. I mean, honestly, like the it goes even with Severino before they with the Tommy John shit. They he didn't want to go have an MRI. Come, come on, come on, really? You couldn't get this guy in a fucking MRI tube. You couldn't get this guy a goddamn Xanax or a Valium and stick him in a fu- give him a fucking doggy Zanny. MRI tubes for Christ's sake. Give him a fucking doggy Zanny. Have some fun. Oh my God! I just can't, like oh, this is where I get frustrated with this team. Yeah, honestly, between this and the fucking rumors that they're going out to Jameis and Ty, we have been down these roads over and over again, and all they do is round in a fucking circle, round yeah. in a fucking circle. You never get anywhere. Yeah, and 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 you want to know your proof of of you being right? They haven't won a fucking pennant or a World Series since two thousand nine. So that wasn't last year. That was how many years ago now? 11? I mean, let's fucking do... Let's change it up a little bit. The next change, and we've said this a million times, the next change is going to be getting Cashman the fuck out of here, and I'm going to turn my back on him. It's... I understand... Like, there's certain things that we can that we can debate and talk about and be like, okay, is this a real thing or not? Like, the Yankees spending... They, they We all know they spend money, okay? But these dumb things, like their way that they handle these fucking players and their injuries. Like you change the whole medical staff after training staff. How is this still, how, how does Gio Shella go a month and a half without getting fucking surgery? Yeah. Again, with the Jameis and Tyon thing, how are we again going down this road? There's no of getting a guy that has an injury history. There's just no, but excuse. hold on though. Hold on. I have to defend Tyon, the, the move for Tyon. Because you're you're comparing it more to a guy like James Paxson, who you're getting, who's who's your your hope as a fan would be to be a number one or a number two. That is not the case for Tyone here. So I don't think this argument works. I as think well Brian Cashman with, is making this move to, in the hopes that he's a top of the rotation pitcher. Okay, all right. So then that's where that's where we won't be able to even because I don't I don't think that at and all. And Ryan, I, I would see your point of view if the Yankees had filled in slots 
two, three, I hear four. you, babe. And they were yeah, bringing right. them in. But I they agree. haven't done I that. You, but but then listen to but listen to what Cashman said. They they have filled those spots with Domingo Herman and Luis Severino. But is Louis again, is Luis <laughs> Severino ready to start the season? No. And what does he have in common with fucking Jameis and Tyon? TJ. Okay. There you go. Boom. And the points make themselves. I'm not getting on you, but I'm just saying, like, no, come no, on. I, like, I know, I know you're, I know, I know you're not getting on me. I'm just, I'm just saying it more of this guy wouldn't be someone like a James Paxson who you get with the hopes that man, this guy's going to slot right in there as a one or a two. But you're saying that maybe that is the case, and and I, who knows? Let's we, fast we forward a year. Let's fast forward a year. Yeah, right. That Cole. Sevy came back 2021, had a great season. Davey Garcia has no innings limit. You want to look at a former number overall, a number two overall pick coming off of Tommy John. I'm okay with it then. You can't do it now. Unless okay. if they go out there and, and fucking throw money at Trevor Bauer and sign him, and you want to go trade for Jamison Tyon as a project or okay. hopes that he comes back healthy. Yeah. Okay. Hell then right. I'd be okay with it. Right, and then that's another area where it's like we have different views here because I, for me that wouldn't be the last thing they do. But you're right, that could be the move, man. I just we got to fast forward a year, right, and see where where we're at. Um, but again, what is Brian Cashman's ultimate? Let's segue off of this. What's Brian Cashman's ultimate goal here? Yeah, I was gonna say you want to get Shit. to this or, or the or the other stuff we have. But what I, other it, stuff do we have? We have we have a little ripping to do, but I guess we can end the show with that. No, we're going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. Listen. Listen. Picking up what they're oh, putting down. You can't even do that. Oh, I said I didn't know which Settle way down, you were going here. So we're going to go I this up, direction. When I say, when I say. DJ LeMayhew. Oh. DJ LeMayhew. All right, let's, let's. The fact that it's not done is despicable. Despicable. Briefly, because I we've exhausted this. So beyond any rational comprehension at this point, briefly, before we get into the other thing that I was actually going to segue into, let's get this out of the way, and then we'll end the show with with our usual Twitter shit. Because people say the Yankees cannot let DJ LeMayu walk. They cannot let him walk. What does that mean? To me, for them to break his fucking kneecaps. For, for to say that to let him walk, that means that they put an insulting contract in front of him that leaves him the option. The only option is to walk. So for you to say the Yankees, let's say DJ LeMayu signs with another team, what what number do the Yankees have to put in front of DJ LeMayu that made you feel comfortable? They did what they everything that they could to sign this based guy? off of what he's asking for. And I said this two weeks ago, and I'll say it again. Based off of what he's asking for and how much of a steal I think it would be for the Yankees, I would I would be upset if they negotiated it even one cent and then he walked. If if you tell me you offered him anything less than that, and that's the reason why he's gone, I'm not okay with it. Because I think that his what he's asking for is so beyond fair. That this team should have fucking jumped all over it and laughed and went out and fucking had to went to a bar that was open and did shots and laughed about how they stole DJ LeMayu. But instead we're talking about fucking pennies here on a guy they need to sign. Any it I'm not saying that 
if Cashman's a very good business guy, if he feels he's in a spot where he can try to negotiate but still keep DJ around and, and know that ultimately if he offers him that, he'll be there. I'm not saying not to do that. What I'm saying is if I hear they offered a penny less and then and that's why DJ's not here. So your number is five for 100. 100%. Only because of how fair I think. If DJ came in at five, 125 or something, then I'd probably say five for 100 or four or or four for 100. You know, I would then so the I Yankees put five for a hundred in there. He signs with the Mets for five for one twenty five. Are you mad? I'm not mad Yankees. at that point. Nope. No. Nope. No. I'm not. So what's your number, Ryan? That that's that would be my number. If the year if it was five years, it would be five for a hundred. If you if you want to give them the excuse that they don't want to give this guy five years, I would say four years for anywhere between eighty and eighty five million. So if, as long as if they can offer one of those two, then I can't be upset if, if DJ LeMay gets more money elsewhere. I'll disagree with you only because I said five I, for 100. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I, I won't be OK with offering less and letting him walk because, again, we're talking about 20 million dollars a year at five, five hundred. At the worst case, you should win a World Series within the next two years. You're fucking better. Right. But at if the you worst go four case, for 85, four for DJ 85, is, you'd D- DJ will still be at a point in his career where you can still dish him off after you win a World Series and still get something back and get them to eat some of that money. So the risk to me of signing that five-year, $100 million deal at the 20 per year, I think the 20 per year is where you need to focus and not so much on the five years. No, I think it's the years over the money for him. No, 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 I know. I, I, I know that. I'm saying, would- I'm saying... They need to stop focusing on that five. Take that out of their minds and look well, at what they're why, giving though, him per year fan, because he's going to keep his value pretty high. You have to fan, expect I that I would now. be okay with the four for like 85 because you would give him more than that 20 million. So here's what that's I where as a fan, you'd be okay with it. Here's what I would do. I would kidnap his fucking wife and I would say, you're not going to ever see her again unless you sign this fucking contract. I like that actually. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I would definitely work, do that. Uh, I don't think he loves his wife. I haven't Cashman really seen it. No, they did. They took an anniversary. Oh, okay. A weeks so ago. then it would definitely work. Uh, what if Brian Cashman's like secret Liam Neeson from Taken? I will find you. Yeah, I have a particular set of skills. Uh, I'm going to find you <laughs> and uh, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. All right. My number's always been four for 100. I say the Yankees should have offered this guy wow. four for 100 a long time ago yeah. and just been done with it. I would have been. He, fi- wants, he wants five. That seems to be what the sticking point is. The Yankees want to, don't want to go to five, which I think is in, it just it's so stupid. It's I, I just don't even have words to finish the sentence. But oh, man. you're not, you're not able to finish he, the sentence. He disconnects <laughs> always at like because the best part of the sentence. I'll actually, I'm glad he froze because I want to say something. Cool. I will say that, to be fair, four for 100, if it were truly the years and not the money, four for 100 would actually be another deal that if he walked, I wouldn't be mad at the Yankees. I like that deal, actually. Because yeah. I think no, four for be 100 is also fair in that if, if, if DJ asked for that, it would still be fair in my mind. That's why I'm saying five for 100 for me the 20 per year and knowing that you could probably still get a team to take him at the back end and take some of that money anyway, if you had to, maybe, maybe a four year, fifth year option or something. Well, here's my final answer. I've changed it. 
four for 90 with a fifth year vesting option where he has to hit certain performance uh, numbers in the fourth year, four for 90, you give him the $20 million in the back end. If he hits, if he hits it in the fourth year, it's a five for one ten contract. Nah. What do you mean? No, nah, sorry. That's a, no, well, you know what? If I heard, sorry, DJ, you, sorry, DJ, you've proven enough to me. Uh, here's all I need from you. I don't need you to hit any accolades to get more money or to get another year. I need you to win me a fucking World Series. I'm sorry. I'm not playing those games with DJ LeMay, you. You're giving him four for 90, which I don't is more care. Than, than $20 million a year. I don't care. And if he, you give him very obtainable things that you would feel comfortable that he would still be a productive player in the fifth year. He gets a complete, a total value of five for 110. If he walks away from that, that's on him. That's not on the Yankees. I disagree. I disagree completely, and that this is why I said four for a hundred. I'd be okay with because they're they're saying to DJ, okay, you know what, DJ, we're gonna give you the money, we're gonna give you the full one hundred, but we just can't settle on that fifth year. Will you take? That's the why you f- let him go out and earn the fifth year. Will you? Will you take the fourth year? Fourth year with an option for a fifth, but at a hundred million. Sorry, I, this is what I'm. This is an inexcusable. So what do you, if you're giving him four for a hundred, then you got to give him, what are you giving him in the fifth year and the option year? That's where the Yankees don't want to go probably to 120, 125 with them. That's why you lowered it. You lower it in the four years. You give him the $20 million, five for one. It's a team option. It's a team option. So it doesn't matter. It's a vesting option. Team option means the Yankees, regardless of what he does, they get to, pick and choose whether they want him you let him earn the the fifth year based on what he doesn't and i'm saying year. you make it a team option that takes less that that's worse for lemayu yeah it's a team he, why he's st- no i'm saying if you're going to offer him the same amount of money with it if you if you want to throw in a fifth year option because you're offering him a hundred million then it's got to be on the team's on the team's but again, uh, what are you going to pay? I don't. The Yankees are going to give him five for one twenty. Okay, okay. So then you don't so sign him for the fifth for year. 90, so then the you don't sign. Year. So then you don't pick up his option for the fifth year. That's my point. If you're well, giving him the full one hundred, he wants that, the five years. He wants. But he also it. wants a so hundred million. On himself. Let Hold him on, on a second. Himself. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a fucking question. If he gets a hundred million for four years, even if he doesn't sign with a team for a fifth year. He's still getting the same amount of money. So what would he care at that point? Because if he if he's about tr- the years No, why? Why would it be oh. about the years at that point, Christian? We're not if I'm saying he's keeping the money. Okay, Christian, ready? He doesn't want to do Okay, this Christian, again. ready? Ready? I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna give you a hundred million dollars over five years, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh no, you know what? I'm gonna give it to you over four years. Do you care? Do you care if I give it to you over four years instead of five? And you know what? Maybe in the fifth year, Christian, maybe when that fifth year hits, I might give you a little more to stay. Does it matter to you if if, if one hundred million if one hundred million over five years is all you care you care about? If you're getting it over a shorter amount of time, do you care? Do you? But you understand the difference between negotiating contracts and just handing somebody money, right? Yes. You do understand the difference between that. Yes. So you understand that he doesn't he might not get a contract in the fifth year. Who cares if he's only concerned about a hundred million dollars? He's not only concerned about a hundred million dollars. Apparently the sticking point is the fifth year. That's the sticking point right now. Yes. The it sti- is. Okay. Okay. This is just not I I 
it's not making sense to me. Who cares if he gets a hundred million over four years and then gets a lesser contract somewhere else in the fifth year? Because he's getting he that hundred million five years in New York. And so, the, so if your career. point was, oh, so you think after five years that's it? I'm just saying maybe that's what he's looking at because all you keep hearing is not about the money he wants. The year. Okay, so if the Yankees offered him five for eighty million, would he take it? Again, it, it, hold on. Here's how I'll ask it: If Cashman came back and said, "All right, I'll give you, um, I'll give you five years, eighty million, or four years for a hundred million, which one would he take?" That's very interesting. Which one would he take? I don't know. I'm not DJ. Oh, no, you don't know? <laughs> what would you take? You're also talking about a what guy would you take? Make what would you take? Dollars. What would you take? Four for 100 or five for 80? So it's not just about the years. It's about that number. It becomes about the years if you lower that number. If they go four, but again, it's, that's, it's a counterpoint here because- He wants to sign a five-year contract. That's what he wants to do. He wants to make $100 million, Christian. That's why you give him the deal that I just put in front of him. He makes 90, and then if he's still good- He, he doesn't want 90. He wants 100. Well, then bet on yourself. He man. wants- you want to so, so now you're telling me he wants five for 100, but you're willing to give him less years and less money instead. I'm not. I'm telling you. I'm telling him that if you perform- He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to have to, to do that. He's, he's earned his place with you. All right, then go. Goodbye. Okay, then I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. If the Yankees put four for 90 in front of him and then say, DJ. <laughs> Cut out freeze. I think it's actually, it makes it more entertaining. It's actually funny. Like, uh, why are no, they? That that's what, a good point. The though. Yankees are being so fucking petty over one year. I'm sorry. What's the difference? What's the fucking difference in one year? Again, again, what is the difference in one year? Are you telling me that after three years, if the Yankees win at least one World Series, that DJ's not going to be good enough to dish him off anyway and get a team to pick up some of that money and not have to worry about it anyway? Why are you trade him if he's that good? No, I'm saying that if you truly are so concerned about the fourth, fifth year, whatever, are you telling me you're that concerned that DJ's not going to still hold his value? And if he is that good and you think he could be that good, then you don't worry about the fifth year to begin with. I mean, we're talking... Do you want to know what's pissing me off about this deal? Is that it seems like Brian Cashman just wants to always have to win. (laughs) And I'm sorry. Sometimes you have to put your ego aside here and do what you have to do. And when a guy comes comes forward with a more than fair request, you just fucking do it and you move on because we have bigger fish to fry. This should be done. We shouldn't even have to talk about DJ LeMayhew anymore. It's a fucking joke. This should be done, and we should be worrying about the fucking rotation at this point. It's not like this guy asked for a 10-year fucking contract here. Talking about DJ LeMayu, a gold glover, silver slugger award winner, runner-up, third, what what did he finish? Third in MVP voting? Fifth in MVP, uh, whatever? Top top five the last two years. Give me a fucking break. With a, with a defense that has had so many errors, with Gio Urshela possibly not starting this season. And we're mm. talking about a the, fucking fifth year? And the guy, the guy wants 20 fucking million a year? Too. Give me a break. Think about that too, Chris. He, he could play second. He could play third. He could play first. This Give is, me a fucking a, break. John Carlos Stanton where you're locking there is, a guy in at one position. There's no excuses. Absolutely none. Fuck you if you don't sign him.
that's where I stand, and I'm not fucking. I'm not as as long as what his contract. As long as he's not getting like six for one fifty. He's or not because he know? already told no, you what I he don't wants. Think so. He already, yeah, you no, just never know. If no, that, it's, there's gonna be there could be a team though that comes out. No, no, and, I'm and, talking about fulfilling his offer, his, right. his yeah, request. No. Beyond yeah. that, if someone else swoops in and offers him more, then then fuck him, go. Yeah, his request is more than uh, fair. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. There's no fu- there's no fucking excuse. You give the guy what he wants, and you fucking sign him, and we and we move on to 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 bigger things. Hmm. This shouldn't even be a fucking question. No. All right. All right. Chris says it shouldn't be a question. That's it. We're moving on. We're moving on. That's it. Chris is it's spoken. A, no, it's the truth. It's the goddamn truth when it comes to DJ LeMayu. When have we seen a guy like this in, in, in the infield that is this valuable and asking for a reasonable contract? the guy fucking And walk? asking for a Did reasonable contract. No, but you're but you're trying to make excuses for Brian Cashman to to give him a, not, a lesser <laughs> offer. Yeah, Christian, you do kind of sound like a little Yankee boy over you're there. You're a Yankee dude. apologist. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, let's let me do the math on this. Go ahead. I'm offering the guy. You're offering the guy less years and no, less money. I like money. your deal. I like your deal. Less years else. and less money. And then you I'm argue me. And then you and argue me. Million to- hold on. And then you argue me that he's concerned with the fifth year. That's what you argue with him over the fifth year. Don't argue with me over the fifth year. No, he you told me. You t- yeah, but now you're offering him less and less money. No, I'm not. He so wants great five job. for 100. I'm offering four for 90, which is $22.5 million a year. No, no, no. That's still less money and less years. So you're not fulfilling any of his requests. I am if you <laughs> give him the option year. No, that's an option that's not guaranteed. That's on him, then. That's not on it's me. It's all about the guarantee, right, Chris? When the so now here's here's where you, if you want a guarantee, I could take a shit in a box. <laughs> all right. Um, here's where your offer sucks, and I'll tell you why. If you said to me, offer him five years at ninety. Ah, oh, now you're starting to make a little sense, Christian, because you said he wants that fifth year. Maybe you can negotiate the money a little bit. No, but I want to but give now him a little bit more money. To no, get him to no, take you're not giving him more money. Years. You're not giving him more money, you're though, stupid. Christian. Oh, Look no. at the end number. You're giving him you're more giving money him a per year. Your annual value. It doesn't matter to him. You just told me he cares about the fucking fifth year. And I'm giving him the fuck option what is wrong with you your brain doesn't fucking work properly today bro you, Maybe you said have been hanging bro, around too many bro you said you would give him the option if he hits certain fucking numbers yeah attainable so, numbers okay I'm not asking okay about yes 400. i will actually lower my five-year hundred thousand dollar request i will lower it to four for 90 and i will make sure that i get all your numbers met mr cashman and so that i get that fifth year option yes thank you that's a great offer and then i get an extra 10 million dollars that i wasn't you know what get. i would do if i was dj in that and and cashman said that to me go fouch yourself and then you know what cash and then you know what i would do i'd call up fucking mr stevie cohen (laughs) hey uncle stevie i'm ready you know what go ahead because then tyler fucking way and you know what shortstop and every time fucking dj lemay world series and and you know what every time dj lemay you got up against the yankees i would fuck every time he came through every time he came through every time he came through within the bottom of the ninth or whatever with two outs for whatever team he was playing for and and beat the yankees i'd stand up and fucking applaud 
because you're a fake because, ass fan. Because you fake, you requested a more than reasonable contract, and our fucking general manager let you go, and there was no excuse because for it. You couldn't sit there and bet on yourself for very attainable option. You couldn't do it. He doesn't so want to. You're not really the you're not really the player I thought you were. Then. Oh, hi, I'm Christian. He wants five years, but. Uh, also, you can give him four years and less money and also make him earn the fifth year. I would bet on myself if no one else was offering me. I would never I bet wanted. on myself for anything. You wouldn't but, bet on but yourself. But he's going to he's going to get that deal somewhere. Oh, absolutely. I will guarantee it. you. I will guarantee you this. If the Yankees offer him four for 90 with a very obtainable fifth year option to push the total value to five for 110, he will say yes to it. He will say yes to it. You know how you know Steve Cohen is actually a decent human being? He's not, but... Do you know how you know? Because if he truly wanted to be the douchebag that we were expecting him to be regarding the Yankees, the second that five-year, $100 million floated around, I would have fucking called him right up. I'll give you five, uh, 125 He might but, have. But you, but you got to sign it right now. He may have. You don't know that. Can't, can't hear any other options. You got to sign it right now. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, five for one fifty then. Fucking go ahead, spend thirty million dollars on Dijon and Mayu. Then you just, you know, then. Well, no I'm just saying that would have been that would have no been the the kick in the balls. So are you trying to build a competitive baseball team, or are you just trying to fuck with the Yankees? No, I think he, I think we talked about this, and Cohen has to do a little bit of both. He's got to. You know how petty Mets fans are. They want to fuck over the Yankees as much as and they can. I guarantee you this: if Dijon and Mayu wants to be remembered as a great baseball player. He can't go to the Mets. He'll hit 265. Guaranteed. You told me he doesn't care about anything except five years. I don't know. At that ballpark, he might fucking flourish. Dude. No, he won't. Yes, all he that would. Openings, all those I'm openings so happy you froze again. Field. It's so great when he freezes right when I don't want to yeah. hear what he's going to say. I know. I agree with that. He would fucking... He'd hit doubles and triples LeMahieu all would rake. I think I think LeMahieu and Tanaka, would. the two of them would... Would be very. You want to know why? You want to know why? I just why? don't think. Do you think those two players? I don't think those two players, regardless of money. I mean, yeah, maybe if they throw a crazy deal, I think they have that piece in them that they would feel that that would be wrong to go. Yeah. To the Mets. No, they're very you know, loyal. Those two definitely loyal guys. But who? But honestly, I don't want to go too much into this. We got to just fill some fucking dead air here while we wait for yeah. Mr. Freeze. To come yeah. back, uh, I am. F- I'll be back. I'll no. be back. Oh. I see you later. <laughs> Iced. Um, but you know, did you ever see Batman and Robin? The puns that Mister Freeze he would just his only with dialogue the Schwarzenegger was in puns. Yeah, it was Schwarzenegger. Everything he said was just like a frozen pun. It's was it's that what the Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really George Clooney was Batman. <sighs> What's up, Mr. Freeze? We're just talking about you. Right, what were you saying, though, Chris? Chris, Chris was making a point, and I, I had to make no, a it wasn't, it was, point. He said that DJ would suck. DJ would suck. I, and I was trying to say, just to kill some dead air, that Tanaka and DJ, I think, would actually play really well in that ballpark. But yeah, uh, I think so too. But I just, uh, let's keep let's let's wrap this up before uh, you fucking freeze again because I really don't want you to freeze for our, but, our final. But really, but really, as we're trying to get here, what is Brian Cashman's ultimate goal as the general manager of the Yankees? Um, it's definitely it's baby. definitely not to win a World Series. No, that's what somebody would lead you to believe, right? Oh, I just honestly, I, from what I've been reading and hearing, it just can't be to win a World Series. That's 
stupid GMs. Somebody actually said this out loud, right? If I'm not GMs, mistaken. GMs. Oh, you know what? They did, and I have the audio for it. If you want to take a listen, yeah, I think that's a good idea. In the World Series isn't really a reasonable goal for a baseball team. It's a nice thing to have happen, and it's ultimately the top of the mountain. Uh, but a, a, a general manager and the head of the baseball operations department is more interested in putting a good process in place. The organizations that I mentioned in that tweet are the model organizations in the game, and they have one championship combined in the best decade, as I said. So if you're working for another organization and you have a good job, let's say you're an assistant GM, and you hear an owner of a team that's looking for someone saying, we're going to win, we win the World Series in three to five years, you're probably going to be like, you know, I like my job here. I like my house. My kids are in schools. I don't need that kind of pressure. Uh, so that would be the prevalent uh, attitude in the baseball industry for sure. Congratulations. You've just made everyone here a little bit dumber. You f- and in case you don't know, that's uh, that's Andy Martino of SNY. Who, who uh, literally has zero respect across the board from anyone. Did, Again, what was the first thing out of his mouth? Winning a World Series is Let's just hear it real nice- quick. For just the first thing out of his mouth here. Winning a World Series isn't really a reasonable goal for a baseball team. What? Reasonable? What? what? That's the only fucking goal, Andy? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? How does this guy have a job? How? Uh, he How licks, is that not a reasonable goal? He likes Steve Cohen's butthole. That's butthole. He likes the rimmy rims. What? It's very reasonable. Reasonable. It's not a goal. No, it's not reasonable. It's the only goal. Are you taking a general manager's job to not win a World Series? I understand Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, even Miami. You have to put the process in place. But what's the process supposed to lead to? What's the ultimate fucking goal? Uh, What? Honestly, you have. Right. What's their goal then? What's the goal in Pittsburgh? Just to just exist, to be, just to have to a good up. environment and make sure we just things want to go show up. Uh, guys. You you showed up this year. We completed our goals this year. Hold on. You know how we joke that everyone on Twitter and everything offers up like trades that are video game fucking trades. Oh my, that would God, never happen. Yeah. Okay, just imagine these same people playing a video game and putting together that team and going. Eh, I don't really care if I win the World Series. <laughs> I just want to put together a good process. It's like it's like waking up every day and and being like and being like Chris, are you trying to be the best dad that you can possibly be? Uh, no, reasonable. I just want to make sure that the processes are in place for my kids, and you know they know how to spell table and they know how to eat with a knife and fork, and then I'll just whatever you know as long as the processes are in place. Are you fu- what kind of fucking mentality is this? Unreal, man. And then he goes on to say that <clears throat> who wants that type of pressure? I don't want a general manager that doesn't want that type of pressure. Right. I don't want if we fired Brian Cashman, I don't want the next guy to be in and be like, oh, the Yankees expect me to win this year. That's too much pressure. This is the wrong fucking job for you, bro. I'm sorry. That's what makes the job coveted. That's what makes it so special to be a successful <laughs> GM or any position of that was front office i don't know pressure i don't know if this is definitely andy martino but i'm just gonna guess that it was wasn't he the one who started the narrative that it was unfair to clark schmidt to bring him in under under the immense pressure of i don't remember if that was him it was that he definitely he definitely agreed with that though this 
This is Andy Martino here. This is what he tweeted after Kim Ng got hired by the Marlins. Men are not particularly needed to discuss the Kim Ng hire. Let's leave this one to Susan Waldman and the many others who are perfectly capable of discussing its significance and leave our sal- uh, ourselves out of something for one goddamn time. I oh, know it's hard. Man. That's why we're dudes. And then Brittany Garoli, uh, who covers the Orioles, uh, kind of said, uh, I prefer everyone to be excited. And then he goes, definitely not saying it's inappropriate to be excited. I oh think we're both God. saying it's not men who should be heard from or, or most predominantly on this one. The best. Andy, but- shut the fuck He's, up. I ripped He's him ex- on that. I ripped him on that because the number one thing that made me laugh, the irony of that tweet was he, so was, try- he was trying to – downplay that women can be successful in this country and he and he referenced a woman who 30 years ago was the first voice ever heard on sports radio wfan Mm -hmm. and was a pioneer in the sports radio world he referenced her from 30 years ago andy you mansplained What's wrong with mansplaining? You are you are demeaning. <laughs> you are demeaning her accomplishment, Andy. Totally. It doesn't matter 100%. that she's a woman. You want to know what matters? That she was more than accomplished to get that job and the benefit and the and the extra, you know, whatever word I'm looking for, the the icing on the cake was that she was the first woman GM ever, which is frigging awesome. You want to know why it's awesome? Because she's probably better than half the GMs in Major League Baseball. I Ryan and I talked about this last week. If she wasn't a woman, she wouldn't have got. She would have gotten a job ten years ago. You think with she that w- resume? With that resume? I see. I disagree with you. No, I don't. I don't know how you could disagree with that. Uh, being has, she, has GM she applied? For the Yankees, ha, being assistant. I'm asking GM you for- this. I'm not asking you this factual. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you this uh, out of your own opinion, out of your own knowledge. Has she applied for GM jobs? I have before? no. Okay, I so then you can't say that. Don't. I'm know. just saying that's that's part of the problem with a lot of the things we speculate. Okay, yeah, you if you told me if you told me she applied to ten different GM openings over her <clears throat> career and she got she may have and then I will sit here and tell you yeah you know what that's messed up and I'm glad she got her opportunity but we don't know that. But I don't know if this is like going into shop right and applying to be a cashier where you fill out an application. You might have to get a call from somebody be like, hey, we think Kim Ming is a good is a good potential candidate. Let's call her up. Maybe she never got called. Um, it might be different. In, than- in, in 2008, after Bill Bavazzi was fired as uh, Seattle's GM, she actually was one of four finalists to replace him. So didn't get the job back in 08. That's in 08. I mean, she's accomplished yeah, no, so a lot, a much time since ago, then. For sure. If she, she was also interviewed in 2005 for the vacant uh, Dodgers GM position. But Chris, just coming out of the Yankees front office, there have been enough. Well, for her she, to she get knew a job. she honestly. If Brian Cashman wasn't Brian Cashman, I mean, she could have potentially been the Yankees GM. But she. But here's my point on her, and this is why I don't like saying that. If she wasn't a woman, blah blah oh, wait, blah. Hold on, hold I on. I think Let it. Me... De- I hold on. I just want to say this. I think it diminishes what she accomplished because. She also made career choices that brought her yes. to where she is now. She chose different jobs that she, only she was qualified for and, and <laughs> flourished and brought her to where she is now. And I think that's what we should need to be focusing on and not the fact of she's a woman and this and that. We don't know that mm-hmm. for sure. 
Right. So, yeah, just to add to that point, right? So she, she interviewed in 2008 and all the way back in 2005. That's 10 or 15 years ago, right? But then in 2011, she announced that she ended up, she was leaving the Dodgers to take on the position of senior vice president of baseball right. operations right. for Major League Baseball. <laughs> Come on. Where she worked under Joe Torre. So, right. yeah, so from 2011 until, you know, so let's say from 2011 until now, how many GM opportunities were there? And was she even considering those opportunities or with the position that she had? How many, let, let right, me ask you this, how many, how many men accomplished what she did in that amount of time? Not many. Well, there's only we, 30 GMs in Major League Baseball, so... This is why we should put aside... The the fact that she's a woman and got the job is what makes it even more special, right? Because she's the first, and she mm-hmm. now she's going to be considered a pioneer in that. But let's yeah, not diminish okay. uh-huh. just because she's a woman what uh-huh. she couldn't could or couldn't accomplish. Yeah, she built, she I'm built, not diminishing it. I'm she, built, the, she built that resume uh-huh. up until now, and now she's the uh-huh. most accomplished GM out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very nice. Andy Pettit is a starter. Okay. okay. Until so she you, signs you, an Andy Pettit. Okay. Not so you took the focus off of Andy Martino, who is just the dumbest person in the world. Oh, dumbest person Honestly, out there, dude. You know how you know he's dumb. You you like usually Andy Martino. Here's where like Martino. There's there's so many people out there that you can say like he's a fucking he's a fucking moron, but then half the people that you look at on Twitter, like Michael K. Half the people love him, half the people hate him. So you're like, am I right that he's a moron? Or am I right that he's good? Andy yeah, Martino, across the board, literally, across the board, you say anything bad about Andy Martino, you will get not one good, not one tweet back to you that is defending him. Here's how you know Andy Martino is the worst. He has, their go, the go-to baseball guy on Moose and Maggie is Andy Martino. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Bottom of the barrel. That about sums it up right there. Bottom of the barrel. I just... What, but what is he trying to accomplish? Is he trying to soften the blow for Met fans when they don't win the World Series in the next five years? Is like that his point and all that? No, because doesn't... Oh, no, that was... Uh, that was the other one, Marchand. I thought I was going to say Martino doesn't respect Steve Cohen, but that was Marchand. Can't call him Mr. Cohen. All right, <clears throat> so let's close out the show here with our usual Twitter bullshit. We'll start with our boy <clears throat> Ryan at Stadium Status. Fellas, heard on WFN about Bumgarner. What do you guys think? I think you're uh, – I'm just going to respond to this. i absolutely not touching him. Nope. Not, no, see, not. that's where that's where it's – you can say that risk isn't worth it because you'd be getting a three or four starter. I would I rather he would still profile as a two, but you're paying him way too much money. I would rather call up Chen Ho Park. Yeah. Very bad. And Kay Agawa and have good. them platoon as the fifth starter. Did you see this? This came back around this week. It was like an anniversary. Chen Ho Chen Park. Ho. I, he uh, had a terrible outing. So I brought it up. Uh, and they asked him why he uh, stunk. And it's because he had, he came out and told people because he had Tyler Wade disease. <laughs> I thought you going to say he had, old, he had the old poopy butt. Old I thought you're going to. I thought you're going to say he hurt his wrist when he gave me that awesome autograph. Five uh, years he ago, he goes on to say, <clears throat> "I would not honestly. I wouldn't touch Bumgarner. I think he's washed." You know how point. you know you're. We're at the end of the <laughs> show. Had a lot of diarrhea. You know how you, you know how gross. you know we're at the end of the show when every five seconds Christian has to clear his throat. Uh, he says Tanaka to maybe three year deal. Uh, 
a tough decision, but might go with Bumgarner. I think if you if the Yankees are in that boat, I think it's Tanaka all the way. Although I, I think either one of them is not happening at this point. And he goes on to close it out by saying, "Gloria says absolutely nothing." <laughs> Can I make a prediction? Sure. Despite what Cashman said about Tanaka and the market. I do think Masahiro Tanaka will be a Yankee in 2021. Depends on how bad the market is for him. Uh, I just, I really believe it. And I don't think that's true because the market's not going to be bad on him. So for me, so for me to say that I think he's going to be a Yankee, I don't think it's going to depend on anything. But and the Yankees shake out the couch cushions and find an extra $10 million laying around. I, I really, yeah. I do. I think Masahiro Tanaka will be a Yankee next year. DJ Luminard, uh, which DJ of these L- pitchers do you think the Yankees are most likely to get you darvish didn't we talk about this before no no kyle hendricks no <clears throat> possibility or, but no or jamison tyon which we discussed tyon. at length already and it's that just screams brian cashman move and that's why mm-hmm. i hate it i wouldn't mind hendricks to be honest i don't know if i, like, I don't again we're not making a major well on the yankees yeah but we're not making a major move here but, yeah it, has the guy been healthy can the guy pitch innings? He pitches. He I pitches. mean, that's that's all we're caring about. If we're not going to spend the money on a on a top of the rotation guy, I mean, a, Kyle Hendricks profiles as a top of the rotation guy, at least in number two. I he mean, does. he's got he's got a career three one two ERA. Tell me so, how many innings versus how many in how many seasons as a uh, starter. <clears throat> Since his first full year, he's gone 180, 190, uh, 17, he was hurt, 139, 199, 177. Yeah. And then last year, he made 12 starts, which is a full season yeah. for the shortened season. Yeah. So. yeah. I, listen, I don't think it'll happen, but. but he would be the guy I would want. And Taiwan, I can't say his name. What is it? Taiwan? Oh, hold on. Taiwan? Tyon. Tyon. I think Tyon is the most uh, realistic. So... Hendricks would be my choice out of those. Tyone, 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 Tyone would be the the most realistic, I think. Right, realistic because Hendricks. I think Hendricks. If you're talking and if you're putting these players in a vacuum and just looking at the talent, Hendricks would be the guy. But four years, fifty five point five million. So he's making eleven, right, or however much a year. Yeah, that's, for that's a guy that profiles yeah. is what he does. Yeah, he's man. making that's like thirteen a, a year. That's a good deal, but. Tyon is just a it's just a cashman move and it's just uh, all right. So let's uh all the way 08 just wants to say he's all about the Martino bashing. Can't wait for to hear it. Uh if you did a whole show on that, I'd be happy. We could and then that. RB Beltran. Uh <clears throat> he says, I love a shout out. You asked for one last week. Let's not be greedy, guys. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> but uh we'll shout you out, RB, and uh, we'll answer your question quickly. Um if the Yankees don't resign DJ, would you move Glaber back to second, and who would you want at shortstop? Uh, Tyler Wade, let's go. Listen, if I'll, I'll make this short and sweet. If D, if DJ is not coming back, you one hundred percent have to move Glaber back to second, and you have to fill the void at, at short. I don't care who it is; it can't be Tyler Wade. You got to go out and get someone. Nah. Yeah. Whether well, it be Lindor, whether it be Didi, I mean, I don't know. You go one year stopgap. Yeah, maybe to, for all those stu- for all those stud free agents next year. Maybe, oh, but my biggest concern at that point is moving Glaber back to second and not moving him ever again. Yeah, and, and Tyler Wade, shortstop. Let's go. The next Derek Jeter. We'll number two. Tyler Wade as, Derek as finally as we Jeter. Number f- number, number fourteen two. and pitching <laughs> for the Yankees. 
Number 42, Mariano Rivera. Number 42. <sighs> and Christian's frozen again. Uh, I thought he was just letting you get that uh, impression out. He was. He actually was to give him to give him a little over. Should I really? You know what would really piss him off if I closed out the show? Thank you for listening yeah, to episode two hundred six. Honestly, dude, I wouldn't mind Kyle Hendricks. I like Kyle. You know, that I kind of like really this. Isn't too much money. What's what's fifty five divided by four? So that's like what thirteen? It's like thir- twelve and a half. Fifty five point five no, divided no. by four. It's like eleven. Thirteen point eight. No, thirteen. Okay. Like thirteen. Okay. 8, I lost 5. stupid brain right now. Um, you know, you do you do that move. That's not terrible. You want me to close? Out? I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't think they do. You want me to close out the show like Christian before he comes back? Yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 206. Follow us on Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for listening to episode 206. Ah. Also do this. Also do ah. Thank you for listening to episode 206. Are we back? Yeah, dude. We we were honestly. Let's just close we up were, the show. Yeah, man. we were just talking about how great you are. <clears throat> I, yeah. I seriously doubt that. Uh, anyway, so we thank everybody for sticking with episode 206. Uh, massive technical difficulties. I'll find out what you fucking said on Monday, you scumbag. You can tell by how hard you're laughing. <laughs> we did it. Come on, before you freeze. All right, so uh, we apologize for that, but definitely, you know, we thank you for your support and sticking with the show. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, Stack Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>